The Mystery of Hell Extinguished by Rex D. Edwards Rex D. Edwards is a former vice president for the religious studies at Griggs University. Introduction In Michelangelo's painting, The Last Judgment, there's little doubt about who's going where. On the left, a swirl of saints and martyrs ascend heavenward, their faces a mixture of rapture and shock. They saw triumphantly, flanking the figure of a risen Christ. On the right, it's a decidedly downward trend, a slightly more populated mix of victims being dragged, pushed and hurled into the abyss. Behind the altar are nearly hidden figures of three ape-like creatures, seemingly the gatekeepers of a fiery furnace that is glimpsed just beyond. Alan F. Siegel, author of Life After Death, A History of Afterlife in Western Religion, says, quote, Most Americans believe they will be saved no matter what they are. End quote. An exclusive survey conducted by AARP about life after death reveals that 40% believe heaven is a quote-unquote place, and 47% say it is a quote-unquote state of being. As to the alternate destination of those who think hell exists, 43% say it's a quote-unquote state of being, 42 say it's a quote-unquote place. The doctrine of an eternally burning hell is based on the assumption of the immortality of the soul. The immediate question arises, how can such a belief be reconciled with a loving God? To resolve this matter, I propose to ask three major questions and answer them from the Bible. Will those who reject the salvation provided by Jesus be punished or, as universalists teach, Will God's mercy overcome his justice as he saves everyone? The Bible answer is very explicit. Quote, the one who sins is the one who will die, end quote. Not live in eternal torment. Sinners have been described with startling specificity as, quote, the unbelieving, the vile, the murderers, the sexually immoral, those who practice magic arts, the idolaters and all liars, end quote. They will perish, having no second chance and no provision for salvation after death. Their punishment is a result of their own choices and therefore a self-judgment, not something God has vengefully imposed. God is pictured as, quote, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance, end quote. God is love, and takes no pleasure in destroying the wicked, but rather joyfully offers eternal life to those who will repent. Since the wicked will be punished, will that take place in quote-unquote hell? Several years ago, a vivid description of quote-unquote hell appeared in Tracts for Spiritual Reading, one of which read, quote, Look into this little prison. There is a boy. He is silent. Despair is on him. His eyes are burning like two burning coals. Two long flames come out of his ears. Sometimes he opens his mouth and a breath of blazing fire rolls out. But listen, the blood is boiling 
in the scalded veins of that boy. The brain is boiling and bubbling in his head. The marrow is boiling in his bones, end quote. Robert Ingersoll, after hearing a similar description in a sermon, trudged out of the church, muttering to himself, quote, If that is what God is like, hate him, end quote. Is such a horrible graphic description of hell as an unending torment a biblical teaching? No. Interestingly, the word hell in the Bible has three meanings. One. Hell sometimes means the quote-unquote grave. The Hebrew word widely used for quote-unquote grave is sheol. In Psalm chapter 16 verse 10, we have it rendered quote-unquote hell, referring to the quote-unquote grave. Quote, For thou wilt not leave my soul in hell, neither wilt thou suffer thine holy one to see corruption. End quote. In Acts chapter 2 verse 27, New King James Version, this text is quoted by Peter, where the Greek word for quote-unquote hell is Hades. Further, in Acts chapter 2 verse 31, King James Version, it is a reference to Christ's resurrection. Christ was not left in quote-unquote hell, that is, in the grave, but was raised from the dead. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 55, Hades is translated quote-unquote grave. 2. Hell also signifies a place of burning. In the New Testament, the word is Gehenna, or the quote, valley of Hinnom, end quote. This is where the bodies of dead animals and the refuse of the city of Jerusalem were cast. Fires burned continuously and worms infested the carcasses of animals. What the fire did not destroy, the worms consumed. Thus, Gehenna was a type of complete annihilation. 3. Hell sometimes represents darkness. This meaning of quote-unquote hell is found in 2 Peter chapter 2 verse 4. Quote, For if God did not spare angels when they sinned, but sent them to hell, putting them in chains of darkness to be held for judgment, end quote. The Greek word here is Tartarus, not Gehenna or Hades. In this text, hell represents the darkness that enshrouded Satan and his angels when they were separated from God. The biblical meaning of, quote-unquote, hell is plain. It is the grave, a dark abyss, and a place of final destruction, not eternal torment. It is clear, though surprising, that all men go to quote-unquote hell or the grave when they die. But the grave is an impartial place. Into the grave have gone both the vilest characters and the sweetest mortals whose gentle footsteps ever graced the earth. However, their eternal destinations are different. What is the duration of the sinner's punishment? Will it be unending? It is written, quote, Just as people are destined to die once, and after that to face judgment, end quote. For some, this judgment will mean a fiery end. That fire is referred to in the Bible as, quote-unquote, forever, quote-unquote, everlasting, and, quote-unquote, unquenchable. 
1. Quote-unquote, forever and ever. There are 56 passages in which the word, quote-unquote, forever, is used to speak of things that have already come to an end. Further, the length of time is determined by the object to which it is applied. For instance, in 1 Samuel chapter 1 verse 22, King James Version, Hannah loaned Samuel to the Lord, quote-unquote, forever. Yet in verse 28, the duration of the service is limited to, quote, as long as he liveth, end quote. In Jonah chapter 1 verse 17, the prophet is in the belly of the great fish for three days and three nights. Yet in Jonah chapter 2 verse 6, King James Version, the duration is referred to as, quote-unquote, forever. 2. Quote-unquote, everlasting punishment. In Matthew chapter 25 verse 46, Jesus says the wicked, quote, will go away to eternal punishment, but the righteous to eternal life, end quote. It is not everlasting punishing, but the punishment of death will be everlasting. In Jude chapter 7, King James Version, the licentious people of Sodom and Gomorrah are punished with, quote, the vengeance of eternal fire, end quote, and yet they are not burning today. In fact, 2 Peter chapter 2 verse 6 says that these two cities are an example to, quote-unquote, the ungodly. Again, the effects of the fire are everlasting, but the victims do not burn continually. 3. Quote-unquote, unquenchable fire. In Mark chapter 9 verses 43 and 44, Jesus suggests the amputation of offending limbs if they stand in the way of salvation, then adds that their end will be a place, quote, where their worm dieth not, and the fire is not quenched, end quote. King James Version. So, the worms will consume what the fire does not destroy. Jerusalem was destroyed by such a fire and is not still burning. The Lord warned Israel, quote, I will kinder a fire in the gates and it shall devour the palaces of Jerusalem, and it shall not be quenched, end quote. In other words, the fire will not go out until it has consumed everything. So it will be with the wicked. Conclusion So we come to the final question. When will the wicked receive their punishment? Let Daniel and Jesus answer that question. Read Daniel chapter 12 verse 2 and John chapter 5 verses 28 and 29. The reality is that no one is in heaven or hell now, whether saved or unsaved. All remain in the grave, Hades, until the resurrection. Jesus longs to welcome all who believe. We have this hope. Amen. For bibliographical and biblical references on this article and for much more content for elders and church leaders, please visit aldersdigest.org.